Hello, and welcome to Dice Don't Die, a Pathfinder 2nd Edition podcast. So what happened last time is that Ashka sat by a doorway waiting for her friends to show up. Um, and then we walked down a hallway. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's what happened. The story according to Ashka. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. And then Ashka definitely threw some rocks at some uh, ghosties. And then we played with some runes on a wall. That also happened last time. Yeah. Yeah. We met some kobolds. Uh, some of us uh, did. Ashka uh, let Sunny treat her. So. Firethorn and little uh, mini, mini Knight are now BFFs. <laughs> yeah, we'll say BFF. Best fighting friends. Yeah. Sure. Some walls got punched. Hey, problems got solved. Of course they got punched. I'll be honest, I remember. I remember, yeah, runes on a wall, and there was a big wailing noise, and we all had to make will save. And that's where we ended, right? It's true. You heard a bunch of screaming. You also found a bunch of weapons. Where I think all of you now have a magic weapon? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So, last time, we ended on me saying that it was a plus one to... Attack and damage. And I'm actually wrong on that. It is just a plus one to hit. You do not get additional bonus. Boo. <laughs> yeah, which we've probably been playing that for wrong for a little while since Ashka has a magic thing. I would like uh, to say that that additional one damage has really made the difference. Oh, most definitely. Well, she would have been doing it at level two. So, you know. Really oh yeah! Through those enemies with that extra one damage. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Obviously, that is why you guys aren't dead yet. I would like to, the record to show that the, the GM has definitely said that the party is not dead because of Ashka. You're welcome. Fair enough, I guess. Okay. So you heard a whale. Actually, many whales. I still don't know what kind of whales they are, though. A whole herd. School. Thank you. Actually, I'm not sure if that's... I think it's herd. I think it's herd for whales. I hate all of this conversation. We're gonna... mm, Nope. Nope. It is pod. They don't don't herd. Why would they be herd? I know it's dolphin pod. I don't know if it's whale pod. Moving on. Pod is a social group of whales. Nailed it. Pod of whales for the podcast. All right, let's go on. <sighs> That's going to reach no... through the screen and punch us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to social distance your faces. <laughs> uh, anyway, from not my fist. What I want you guys to do now is leave this room. After there are no obvious... Alright. Yeah, no. Uh, we're just gonna ignore the whales. We're, we're not gonna 
take naps. The screams. We're going to ignore the, the the screams that happen beyond the wall. You can't get to because there are no obvious exits. The door that you came into is the only entrance or exit in this room. Um, where are the screams coming from? The from the behind the wall. Uh, Firethorn's gonna punch the wall, just to be sure. Do it. So, it, you hit the wall and, like, a crack does appear. You think if you punch the wall enough, like, it will break. It will take you, like, a couple hours and your fists will hurt. Or you could go find another door. Sonka zombie praise. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you really going to punch the wall multiple times till it falls over? No, but like Firethorn would like to like invent like, is it hollow? Is it clear that there's like a room behind here? Is it? So it is a perception. A, <laughs> sure. No, no, I get you. Uh, so our architecture lore could be rolled oh. here. I'm looking at a specific person for that. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then for Firethorn, give me a uh, perception. So uh, so she punches the wall and then kind of like taps on it a bit. So Firethorn uh, rolled a two plus eight. So that's a 10. So, so much for that maneuver. It is very hard. Okay. I uh, rolled a 9 plus 8, 17. Uh, so it is a very solid wall. It goes all the way uh, up and down. There's no gaps. This is obviously a solid piece. And yet you do know that there, like you can hear it, that there is something beyond that. But again, there are no obvious exits. This was a very contained space with one interest entrance and exit um probably because it's a crit ashka looks at everyone else and says hey guys it seems like a pretty contained space do you think that maybe we should just go out and look for a different door i mean yeah that's kind of what i was thinking like there were a lot of doors on the side of that hallway like like we only like we checked the other side of the hallway but like we could just check like the next door yeah sounds good I mean, if Firethorn wants to keep punching, I'll just keep bandaging, bandaging up her hand. Um, Firethorn's going to kick it angrily and then follow everybody else out. Okay. All right. So you guys head out back into the hall. There are, if you were looking at the entrance that you came in through, there are two uh, more halls to the left-hand side that you have not yet um, gone through. I guess we picked the one closest to the wall that we just... Uh, okay. It's the one that would be adjacent. So again, you walk down this hallway that's about um, 30 feet uh, long, but only five feet wide. Uh, that kind of takes a bit of a curve. Uh, and you come to a door that is not locked, does not have any special ornaments on it, and is not hidden like the last. What do you guys do? 
I mean, if nobody does any Firethorn's just going to punch this door. <laughs> You're not even going to try to open the door? No, that was a trap last time. Is it Firethorn a push punches the doorknob, making it harder to open the door. <laughs> yeah, is it a push door or a pull door? Is it clearly well, That's labeled? what we're going to find out with this punch. <laughs> it is a push door. <laughs> but is it clearly labeled? No. You guys are trying my patience <laughs> on purpose tonight. What? I'm, hey, I am playing Firethorn the way Firethorn. I've been playing Jeez. Firethorn this entire time. Let it let the record show. Well, maybe it's me tonight, but <laughs> Firethorn's going to end up dead across from like a river somewhere. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, Sunny, you said you wanted to open the door. No, I was going to knock on the door. <laughs> So, just a light, a smaller punch. <laughs> Series of punches. What is it? What sorry. is a knock? We hear, a light we hear screaming from the other side of the door, and Sonny is like, on the other side of politely this door. knock. Yes. Manners. Wait, Beth, were they screams of pain? <laughs> You're muted. You're muted. They didn't sound happy. You just look angry. So wait, is Firethorn <laughs> going to punch the door and then Sunny is going to knock or is Firethorn just not punching this door? <laughs> I assume yeah. that they happen uh, where you punch the door, kind of. You punch the door and then uh, Sunny just walks up next to you and knocks nicely and says, hello, is anyone there? Well, I'm just exactly. wondering if I punch the door, does it just open? No. Okay. Probably have to turn a knob or something. Yeah. Right. There so, is, in fact. Coming? Make a perception. Oh. You don't hear anything. Can uh, Firethorn get in on this perception check? So she. Yes. Okay. I just yeah, imagine that Ashka and uh, Nigel are just kind of looking at each other and being like, "What are you gonna do?" Well, so you know how I roll six a for twelve. Do they not understand doors? You know, you know how I rolled a uh, two on that last perception check? Mm-hmm. I did worse. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, not yeah. one on your perception check. Yeah. And, well, I tell you what, you guys don't hear it. Okay. I, I do hear Nigel's rude comment. <laughs> I'm like, this is exactly how doors work. You usually knock on them, Nigel. Don't just burst in like a rude boy. Wait, you knock, so now open the door. I mean, we all do wait know. For someone to answer. Uh, Firethorn is going to mutter under her breath, "That's Rich coming from the one who just broke into that lady's house." Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> That's real Rich. <laughs> that was Nigel. That's what, yes, that is who I'm muttering to. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know how doors That's work? a fair point, but Shani was the one who was climbing all over the windows. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Ashka walks someone. up to the door and tries the doorknob to see if it will open. It opens just fine, Ashka. <laughs> cool. Ashka mm. opens the door, does not move through it, and then sarcastically gestures for everyone to go ahead of her. Like, ta-da! You performed mad. <laughs> but nobody answered. Now, speaking of magic, since Nigel traded out his staff for a better one, his, he casts light on his new staff so he can see again. Yeah, I kind of assumed you did that in the other room, but that's fair. Well, I don't want to get caught it. up in a technicality. And- 
But uh, yeah. uh, Firethorn is once again awed by Ashka's genius as she walks through the door. <laughs> Amazed. All right. So you guys walk through, uh, and you actually find yourself in quite a large room uh, with the same sort of tomb-like structures, only these are much smaller. Um, these are more like headstones that you would find in a traditional graveyard. Each one in termed with uh, a name and a date. Six of the headstones have been pried open uh, with in front of them what you see is a mostly ruined set of Hell Knight armor and a single skull sitting on top of the pile right in front of each of these open tombs. And the space, like I said, is quite large. So the room that you kind of are opening up to is only like a 20 by 20 decorated hall so you see uh, Hell Knight banners, Order of the Nail uh, paraphernalia things, and then in a um, about 80 foot long um, hall, that is where these tombstones are occurring. Does that make sense? So is this where we heard the screams coming from? Correct. And you can actually see next to the entryway that you're in now, there is a wall that comes out and back down along these. So essentially you found the special place where all the special Hell Knights were buried. Uh, but in this area is where less decorated, still special, but less decorated Hell Knights are entombed. Okay. You see to the right of you, there is another room that looks like it has some more uh, special uh, tombs like you saw before. There looks to be four of them in this other room. And then ahead of you, there is another space uh, behind a wall. So there's like an open doorway uh, but you can't really see into what's in there yet. And then as you see this row of tombstones, they just keep going and going until they're out of the light. For those of you who have dark vision, you see at the end of this row of tombstones, there's actually a doorway. Ashka looks back at Nigel and goes, wonder if that one's locked too. Like makes air quotes. <laughs> we'll let Firethorn try it first, just to be sure. Um, Firethorn is going to set Midi Knight down on the floor because, you know, this is clearly, you know, the resting place of some of the most honored warriors of his kind. And um, we're just going to like, I'm, I'm just going to peruse the uh, tombstones as respectfully as, you know, Firethorn can. Okay. She's not going to like rest- fry She's not going to pry any of the ones that are closed open, but she will sure. peek into the ones that are that are open. They are completely empty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you said that there was one 
set of Hell Knight armor that had a skull sitting on it? No, there's actually um, one of these. Five. Okay, just one in front of several of the tombs. No, five. I said six. Sorry. Six of the headstones seem to be pried open, and then sitting in front of it is a set of Hell Knight armor uh, and what looks to be ash, and then this skull sitting just right on top. So it's, can we assume that, so six pairs of armor, six skulls. So they probably came from inside of the tombs that are pried open. Yes. Okay. Um, Nigel would like to approach one of them. Okay. Um, I'll, he'll stay about 10 feet away. Uh, and he'll cast Read Aura on uh, the skull. Okay. Also, this might be a dumb question, but is like Mini Knight reacting to this at all? Uh, at each one of the tombs, he like walks up to it, says that same phrase that he can only say, like <laughs> that thing, and then like gives a Hell Knight salute. Okay, I see. No, okay, cool. All right. So when Nigel does this, he's waving his hands in the air and saying magical words for like an entire minute. Okay. So everybody else can kind of go about your business, I guess. Um, but when it's done, I learn whether whether it's magical, and if there is a, if it is, what's the school of magic? There is a lingering trace of magical energy, but it is fading fast, and the school is necromant. Okay. Um. If uh, Firethor were to put her ear next to one of the closed tombs, would she hear anything? No. Okay. You, don't, you don't hear anything. So it looks like these tombs were desecrated. Is that right? They're just torn apart. Everything well, it's pulled the, out. It's the scream that worries Firethorn, right? Because something mm -hmm. clearly must have just activated in this room. Like, like, does it look like the open ones were freshly raided? Like, with, we're talking within, like, the last five minutes? No. <laughs> They don't actually. Yeah, because something just screamed in this room. Um, so Firethorn just doesn't want to trigger anything. How long would it take for Sunny to like put back the the remains in each tomb? Um, not very long. I would say like thirty minutes total. I I think that's what Sunny would do. He would try to respectfully put back each. Of the remains and that tracks. Yeah. Okay, Ashka, what do you do? Um, Ashka is going to like very sort of like warily walk down these rows towards the other side of the room, like towards that far door. Okay. Um, Firethorn wants to do one more thing. the The wall that the runes would have been on the other side of, <laughs> right? Yeah. She investigate that wall because that's where we heard the scream come from, right? Yeah. Yeah, Firethorn wants to just, I don't know, I guess she'll punch it. That's how she investigates, but like she just wants to check out that wall. Sure. Uh, yeah. Give me if you have like a lore that you think would be accurate, otherwise percept. Probably perception. Like only lore she has is Kintargo. 
Is, is that why a barbarian's perception is so much higher? It's because the perception is just punching? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Especially in initiative rolls. Just looking for things to punch. Yeah, oh, my wait. rolls are terrible. Uh, that'd be a 12. Mm, uh, so, nothing that you wouldn't have already you know, it, it's a decorated wall, some banners, um, and like some halberds, like kind of crisscrossed sporadically. Um, um, but nothing out like, of the order. Is is Nigel done with his spell casting? Oh yeah. Um, Firethorn's gonna jump up and down and wave at Nigel. Nigel's like, "Come over here! Come over here! Check, check what, for what's, magic." What's up, Firethorn? Check, check for magic. Is this a magic wall? Check for magic. <laughs> so you yell that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I triggered a thing. <laughs> echo, 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 echo. I, I'm just saying that it's, you know, it's very loud. Nothing, nothing's happened yet. All right. All right. <laughs> Like, I mean, it's a long room. If he's over, if I'm like at one end looking at, I don't know, I don't know how far away I was from Nigel if I'm against that wall. Right. So if you were against that wall and he was um, at like the first set of armor, mm -hmm. then uh, you would have been about 40 feet apart. Yeah. I mean, Firethorn's going to overdo it, obviously. So like, it's going to be louder than necessary. <laughs> of course. But not like outrageously louder than necessary. No, I, I get you. She still respects the dead. <laughs> Was there another door in that first sort of chamber area that we haven't gone through yet? There were, so two entryways. One of them was 20 feet wide, and that was where you saw four more tombs. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there was a smaller entryway uh, that just goes further in. Mm -hmm. uh, but you didn't really see anything. Okay. Without going inside, you didn't. So the, the only obvious route is down this 80-foot hallway. I mean, you could go through the other entryway and see what was behind there, but yeah. It's just not a door. It's like an open floor plan. I love when crypts have open floor plans. Right? Me too. Very modern. Uh, Firethorn still wants this wall checked out for magic. Alright, uh, Nigel will notice that Firethorn still wants this wall checked out. <laughs> hustle back over, I guess. <laughs> Hustles? Yeah. It hustle. rushes, rushes over. <laughs> like, just, like, just like, you know, lifting his robes up so he doesn't trip over the robes as he runs over. <laughs> Sebastian digs his claws in because he's just so fast. <laughs> Oh, that's that's fantastic. Uh, that's that's really great. Um, so, uh, what what Nigel would like to do is just sort of think about the placement of where the tomb wa or the crypt was were before, and yeah. where we are now. And okay, like, it, is this the uh, other side of the wall that? Yes. Firethorn was yeah. punched before. No, okay. definitely, and it's pretty obvious. Also, Firethorn just asked that question. Oh, you did. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. It, well, in not in character. I mean, you That's asked fair. me. That's fair. N Nigel is essentially just checking for himself, which is a pretty Nigel thing to do. Nigel was 
40 feet away. <laughs> it was. So, so what are we looking at here? Firestorm? I mean, it's a wall, but what are we looking at? I was about to say the same thing. It's a wall. It's, it's where the screams came from. Oh, the, I was very proud that she figured that out. The screams came from over here, but I mean, it could be anywhere. But the ruins are on this wall. But there's a hallway. Maybe the screams came from down that way. I mean, it would have to be pretty loud because that room was completely bricked in. So you'd think the scream would have come from right on the other side of the wall. Unless this is like a really, 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 really big thing that screamed. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Nigel will cast Read Aura on this wall. I mean, I feel like that's sound logic. It would have to either be really big or really close to this wall. That's the sound of Read Aura. Uh, You you don't detect any magical auras on this wall. I'll give it a little knock, a couple of knocks, like, now this, this is just a wall. There's- give me, you want to give me an architecture lore check? Really trying to make use of that. <laughs> We're trying so hard to rope that into the story. Come on, look, I got, I got to make up stuff. Look, it's uh, a useless to- skill, okay? <laughs> you've yet what? to rope in my Kentargo lore skill. That's because I don't have to, that'll come up later. Okay. What? <laughs> it, it's it's just it's I don't it's it, audacity is not the right word but like why does a hell knight historian have architecture lore why don't I have hell knight lore yeah what well, absolutely Paizo. oh my god I'm dying so funny <laughs> because hell knights no. built lots of rad things <laughs> they did actually that is true they did build <laughs> build lots of rad things see. No, I completely agree. I mean, I, I love it because then every time that there's a door, I can always just roll architecture. Yeah. Oh, wait, is this a trap? Architecture. Architecture. <laughs> Tell oh about the period, uh, the, the artistic period of this uh, trap. Oh, no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> wait, is that enemy on loose footing? <laughs> architecture. <laughs> No, we are not doing this. I don't know, no, I can see that one. Not. Could I <laughs> shoot the rope holding that chandelier up so it could crash down on our enemies? Hitman style. Architecture, yeah. So, funny story, that literally happened in the playtest. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, there was a chandelier and you could make it fall up. Worth it. Did we do well, that? Was that, that uh... You roll architecture lore for that. I don't think so. <laughs> But I bet you could. I got yeah. my Agent 47 lore. All right, all right, all right. We're done with that. Done. Uh, so, no, this is a very solid wall. There's no gaps on the bottom or the top. Like, it's a wall. What, what kind of stone? None, yeah. Local. I didn't roll but I mean, like, like, but like, how will the sound transfer it's locally sourced through this locally sourced so- or sourced stone? Like, it just feels really unlikely that we're scream on the other side. Does the room flow? How about the it has very good up? feng shui. Oh. Oh. Definitely. While Firethorn is over here, she'll kind of take a peek behind that other entrance since it's right here. Okay. Uh, the the door entrance. So we went through the wide twenty foot one, right? But then there was a smaller one. Um. Nope. Also, 
do we know that whatever was screaming or wailing over here wasn't actually in this room and maybe didn't do do whatever it did to these guys? So that's what that's I was getting. To all the remains. Nobody listens when Firethorn asks questions. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> because Firethorn's a girl. That's fair. I was trying to explain, like, Nigel seemed like was trying to say no, it was somewhere else. And you were seemed to, like, trying to go beyond the wall to the screaming. He, he's just trying to mansplain it. <laughs> yeah, because I asked. Uh, saying it slightly uh, louder than so what, asked- when you said it before. So when I asked, I asked one, is this where the scream came from? Yes. And the other thing I asked was these bodies, were these recently removed from the tombs or have they been like this for a while? And the answer was they've been like this for a while. No, actually, no, that is not what you asked. What you asked is if the tombs had been broken for a while. And I said that they had. What's the difference? I don't understand. I meant broken into. Give me an intelligence check. Okay. I feel like I this I I thought I was very clear with what I was asking. <laughs> you were, and I was very clear in my answer. <sighs> A six. <laughs> the tombs were broken a while ago. It was not recent. The dust has settled. Okay. Should I have asked where the tombs like so the, the the was the dust on like the um there was something in that armor that's not in that armor anymore. Bodies. Yes. Where did those bodies go? I guess I'm not like because I again I was asked Oh Okay. So there so there are a bunch of tombs, six of them were open. Yes. And they were opened a while ago. Yes. But the bodies recently moved. Yes. The bodies, quote unquote, uh, turned to ash. Yes. Which probably would be quite painful. Well, I assume they were dead already. They were intense. Were these people buried alive? No. Well, you said it would be painful. How would it be painful to take a dead body and burn it? <laughs> I don't understand. What am I missing? What you're missing, what your characters are missing, is that there were skeletons inside that armor suit that something triggered their presence. Where like they triggered before. Right. Time where they showed up and broke out of their tombs and started protecting the area. This happened a while ago. Then, when you guys disabled the runes, they were dismissed. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you see see what I'm saying? So so they were standing guard until we did something with the wall. They screamed and then burned. Yes. Do we, so do I, do we, do we, but we don't smell anything? Like that would have been a clue. No, they just, okay. yeah. Painfully, apparently. Okay. Yeah. So but only their bodies, their heads remain. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought that would be kind of like, I thought it would help you. No, but just, it, I, it, so 
I assumed the skeletons were still in the armor. Like, I had no reason to think otherwise. <laughs> no, I was just confused that there was, like, some weird Yorick situation going on where, like, I don't know why part of them would have burned, but the rest of them wouldn't have. If you would have been like, there's a pile of armor sitting in a, a pile of ash, I would have been like, oh, the whole thing, like, got incinerated. Minus the head. My bad. Anyway. So if you guys see my camera, this is the entryway that you came into. Mm -hmm. These were the tombs to the side. These were the tombstones along the hall. This is that open floor plan that I mentioned. And then this is the door at the end. What's the screamy wall? This? No. No, it has to be. What are you talking about? The wall that we heard the screams. Oh, yeah. You, so you them. were in here. Uh-huh. And you heard it from in here. Gotcha. Okay. So I guess what I'm asking. Then so is you were I- standing over here asking Nigel, who was over here. Okay. So then I guess my next request, what I just asked before I asked you to pull up the map, was I guess to go where the four tombs are. Oh, over here. That was the small yeah. entryway. Okay. Uh, Nigel will follow Firethorn over there. Four monuments loom in this dark and somber room, each with prominent carvings of black winged angels and various stylized pentagrams. Burnished plaques along the floor next to each bear the names of those entombed within. While atop the northern wall near the ceiling are the words Tomb of the Nail, are carved in. Pr- uh, in prominent script. What language? Common. Um, have any of these tombs been uh, disturbed? They have not. Uh, Firethorn is not going to start the trend. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny because as Ashka, I immediately thought, but can we disturb them? <laughs> but also, uh, Ashka's not over there, so she can't see any of this. Um, Nigel will once again cast Redora on one of these unopened tombs. It's magic. <laughs> what kind of magic? Oh. I mean, Nigel should know. Enchantment? It's enchantment. I think that's the, the that's the crafting type of magic. Okay. So yeah. These are just like the tombs that you've already seen. Except that the only difference is the decorations are different. Okay. These have black angels where the other one had uh Hell Knight statues. Okay. Firethorn sees that there's nothing interesting happening in this room, and she walks off. Okay. Nigel considers for a moment disturbing some crypts. But I mean, you already disturbed four other ones. Or six of them. But he, he kind of yes, decides, decides against it for the moment. The only, the, the, only two of them were pre-opened. 
The other ones you guys broke into. We burgled some crypts for those yeah. weapons. Mm. And there are definitely four more crypts that could be burgled. Oh, but we did that after we realized that they weren't going to attack us. I remember that. We weren't going to yes. open them until we... Crap. Yeah. Is anybody going to tell Ashka what's in that room? She's, like, on her way to somewhere else. I don't know if anybody's like, hey, where are you going? I mean, if she asks as I come, like, I don't know where she is. Sunny's burying remains, so... No. I mean, I, I don't think Nigel can see that far. Like, if, I don't know where, like, where Ashka is. Firethorn's walking out of the room. She's probably going to go wander down the hallway. I'm going to assume you all communicate. Because that is usually a good assumption to make. <laughs> you see, it would be if we were a cohesive party. You guys got work on that. Why? All right. So Nigel will notice that now he's alone in a room with four crypts and leave the room. Okay. Um, I, I guess I'm following Firethorn and back and... Yeah, where's Ashka hanging out? I mean, she was going to walk by all of those crypts. So she she while you guys were investigating the scream wall, like she was walking past you sort of like side-eyeing all of the things of armor that had ash in them. Mm-hmm. And then like we figured that whole thing out and she's moving towards the door at the end of the hallway. Mm. Okay. And like, by the this long row of yeah, the end of the long row of crypts. Uh, I guess Firethorn will yell out, hey, did you check out, like, this back hallway? No, is there something interesting? I haven't checked yet, I don't know. I'm talking about the hallway, I guess, to the south. Yeah, we're yeah. at this circling. There are just some more, imp- or some more boring uh, crypts in this room over here, and she'll point. Mm. There are angels this time. Is there stuff in them? I don't There's know. Sh- Last time they attacked us. <laughs> yeah, but we got some pretty sweet weapons. Yeah, there, there's definitely something magic inside of them. At least the one I looked at. You want me to burgle it? I mean, uncomfortable silence. This is also Nigel's face. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yep. Sunny's not over there, so... The, the answer is not no, but we gotta be ready, of course. Firethorn will reluctantly follow them. <laughs> yeah, Ashka looks, like, a little bit confused and, uh, and like, at Nigel, and she's like, so, yes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ashka walks back over to the tombs with them. Alright, Nigel will follow. Give me a thievery check. Doing your thievery thing. Uh, that's a 14 plus 6, so 20. Ooh, you get in. Uh, I didn't get into mine. So the first one, you find some uh, bones in, like, very decayed cloth like this uh person was in a robe of some sort uh and some pristine bracers ashka grabs the bracers and holds them up and is like look what i found it was pretty neat 
They are bracers of missile deflection. <laughs> we just know that? Yeah. Well, they're labeled. I, yeah. yeah. You know, no, like, how, oh. how you with used your to label aura, your clothes when you went to camp? With your aura of detection, <laughs> I assume that you take some time and study them, and I'm not with it. That's fiddling. <laughs> like, let's be real here. We're adults. I'm just going to tell you the magic you find. So that means that, but that means Nigel knows it. That means Nigel knows. Okay. Does that mean that anybody else knows it? Only if you tell us. Oh, yes. Okay. Or if they read but the aura. Firethorn is going to notice that you were jumping up and down, waving your hands and mumbling for a minute. And she's seen you do this two other times already. Right. <laughs> she's going to put a few things together and know whoa, that you whoa, know. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I was not jumping. I was not jumping. You said, you said you were waving around. that much enthusiasm. You said you were waving around and mumbling to yourself. I waved not my, jumping. Hand, my hands around. Okay. That's somatic. Fire, Firethorn has verbal. noticed you do these 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 intense Tai Chi moves two other <laughs> times. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Sh- uh, so I I will relay that information to Ashka. Should sh- I think these can reflect missiles of some kind? I don't know if it just reflects magic. As an interact or as a reaction. If a ranged weapon attack hits you, but doesn't critically hit, uh, you get a plus two bonus to your AC. Firethorn is going to nod and press and just say, what's a missile? In this case, a missile is a project... I know what a missile is, and I understand the context, but Firethorn is going to say... Is gonna act like she understands and then say, "What's a missile?" <laughs> like a like an arrow or a pointed Ashka sling, like a rock or sling. Why isn't it just a, a a rock and arrow deflecting? She is she is put off by how complicated these bracers are. Uh, because it's easier to say missile than rock and arrow deflecting. I, I don't know. Ashka is amused by Firethorn and kind of like chuckles. And goes to open another tomb. Let's keep her. All right. Uh, that's an eight plus six, 14. So I am going to say that given enough time that you're willing to devote to this, <laughs> you will be able to get into each of the channels. Yeah. Sweet. Because I did not roll well again. Uh, but again, it takes time. So you guys have now been in this area probably for about an hour by the time you're done with all this. So while you're burgling, um, Nigel is magic detecting. He's doing his magic Tai Chi. I'm reading some auras. Exactly. So what you find is a feather step stone. Is someone writing this down or should I be writing this down? You have the book. I don't. You you had a book. Uh, Yeah, my (laughs) formula book. Yeah, that's a different type of book. (laughs) This one just says, I'm good at lighting stuff on fire. I just want to light the world on fire. Yeah. Beth gets it. 
Okay, so Sarah, you why don't you write down the bracers? Because I feel like you're Ash is taking those anyway. I mean, I might, but Nigel is a weak wizard person, so this. So is... an arrow might take him out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I mean, let's see what's in there. Ash could definitely want something because she did all the work. So you guys find the bracers. You find a uh, feather step stone. So this is another person who is dressed in robes and sort of... So this figure was holding the stone in their hand. Uh, So this feather step stone is a magical talisman. In the next one, you find a figure dressed in a very fancy suit or what would have been, no longer is. Uh, And on their uh, breast is a pin in the shape of a monkey. It is a monkey pin. Firethorn wants the monkey pin. It uh, is also a talisman that helps you at climbing. One climbing monkey pin. Mm -hmm. And then the last one, uh, these were apparently all of their wizarding folk, but the last one where they're more physically an adept um, Hell Knights uh, has a ring. It's actually two rings interwoven. Interwoven? Intertwined. I like interwoven. I like that you combined interwoven with intertwined. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes... Either which would have worked. In weaving my delicate tapestry, I have to invent new words. You know, sometimes the words just aren't good enough. Exactly. You weave words together to form new ones. Exactly. See, you get it. Anyway, so when you wear these uh, two rings... Or when you, it's, it's a single ring. When you wear them, uh, you, you look real snazzy. When you dual (laughs) wield weapons, any, you can transfer the runes from one weapon onto another weapon. Correct. Oh, yeah. So you wear one of the rings on one hand and the other ring on the other hand. So this, this is like what you would use, like, if you had a, a, a melee weapon that was infused with runes so like striking runes greater accuracy runes stuff like that don't uh, don't misread my facial expression as me not understanding it's more like Uh, she said there were two rings and you were able to from that come to the conclusion oh i know what these rings are (laughs) no 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 no. i linked them in chat and she clicked them oh okay (laughs) okay and i recognize like the doubling rings are something that are a very prominent feature um, okay. <laughs> in my favorite Pathfinder podcast. Oh, okay. rude. That, like, their fighter dual wields. This one's so rude. And so, like, minor spoiler alert, he gets doubling rings once he can dual wield. And then, like, yeah. it's just every fight is me listening to them being like, mm, I'm going to hit with this one, so I'm transferring all of the runes onto this one for this hit. So, like... Well, in I- order... In order to use the runes from the other weapon, you would have to swip, switch the rings. Because the, go- the hand with the gold ring is the only weapon whose runes count. Sure. I'm just going to level with you guys. I don't listen to Pathfinder podcast. 
Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm reading the rules. It was a joke. Rude. Both of you guys being rude Mm -hmm. boys. Oh, I just said I listen to mine because it's gay. All all of them. I would. All right. Anyway. So in the hand wearing the gold ring, the weapon's fundamental runes are replicated onto any weapon you wield in the hand wearing the iron ring. Any fundamental runes on the weapon in the hand wearing the iron ring are suppressed. So it's all essentially what you could do. There was actually a. It's just kind of a neat concept. You could have two swords, one of fire, say, and one of ice, and uh, depending uh, depending on what you knew you were going to be fighting, you would switch which hands have the gold ring. But also, what if those weapons were a song? A song of fire and ice? Could be. Except I think it'd be, uh, yeah, I I think it'd be the other way around. Yeah. Anyway. Also, apparently, it doesn't work on thrown attacks. Can't throw your swords. Fire and Ice is a poem by What's-His-Face. Um, is anybody gonna dual-wield anything at some point? Sonny, are you are you going the dual-wielding path? Nope. Alright, these doubling rings are useless. I don't think Firethorn can. Can, can. I mean, they sell for a pretty penny. I mean, I imagine, like, like yeah. two war flails would be pretty badass, but I don't know if that's a thing that barbarians can do. I mean, I think anyone can carry a one-handed weapon in each hand. I don't think that's yes. a special thing. Correct. But, so again, if you wanted to wield, it, it just wouldn't benefit you. Because it, it would be very situational. Because you would have to take special feats in order to actually strike with both weapons. Are any of these rings shaped like a monkey? Right, yes. The runes wouldn't be necessary. Well, I was going to say runes generally aren't very cheap either. So, like, Mm -hmm. you would be spending an awful lot of money just to be able to use the rings. Now, does the weapon that you're transferring them onto, does it have to be (laughs) a magical? Okay. No, so it can, can it can be just be a kitchen knife. Now it would have still have the yeah. damage of a kitchen knife, but it would get the magical. So essentially, you could make it uh, give it a potency rune and a striking rune, and you know, flaming if you wanted to. You know, it could have all of these special traits, and both of your weapons would have those special traits because okay. of it. But if you had, um. Two weapons, and you'd in mid fight, you wanted to say, Okay, I want to use my weapon with potency versus I want to use my ha- weapon with striking. You couldn't do that, it would ha- always have to be whichever one had the golden ring. That's that's the very limiting factor in this case. Also, now, uh, the greater version is a little different, but these aren't them. Uh, also, in order to really get benefit of having two magic weapons, you would need to take a feat and get dual wielding. So, you know, 
be a fighter, which none of you are. I mean, Firethorn's a fighter, just not a fighter. You would have to have the fighter class. I think they're the only ones who can take that feat right now. I could be wrong. Again, Firethorn is going to ask, are either of these rings shaped like a monkey? No. No. Then she's going to get very bored again and walk out of this room again. There's a a pin shaped like a monkey. Yeah, she already took that. Yeah, I thought you guys gave that to her already. Sure. Did you write that down, Jesse? Uh, Monkey pin. It's a a climbing towel. No. Yes, I linked it in the chat. I'm going to add it to my inventory right under Warwick Puppy. You have the puppy. Okay, you know what? It's under All right. items. Where else was I going to put it? You're not wrong. I just yeah. never thought about it that way. I'm pretty sure that's where I put mine. Yeah, I have Warflail, Padded Armor, Warg Puppy, Monkey Pen. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mini Knight. I have a Mini Knight. Ash is going to look at Nigel and be like, so do, you, do you want these bracers? Oh, Squishy Wizard. The wizard goes into a coma. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no. I imagine that, like, you ask him this in character, and Nigel is just staring at you, like, not at you, but, like, kind of over your shoulder, Cast like, you, thinking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's Where's deep you? in thought. Oh, I thought he'd be staring directly at the bracers. Slowly pulls that. the bracers out, and, like, as Nigel hesitates more, goes to, like, put them on just to see if it'll, like, spark him into saying <laughs> yes or no, like, trying to force him to make a decision. I mean, I'll, I'll take them if you don't want them. Great, here you go. Okay. She throws them at him. <laughs> Perfect. I like this plan. You rolled your eyes at me having a mini night? Like, would you have rather we killed the mini night? I mean, you do with, with them what you want. Don't say it like that, though. He broke it. Um, I can fix him. Ashka's gonna walk out of the tomb room. And she is going to look around to try to find Sunny. Quick question, though. Do the braces count as armor? I don't think so. No. Okay. They are invested. Okay. So I gotta take a nap before they start doing anything? I don't think so. I thought I had to attune to, th- to, do, some- to do something. Yeah, you do, but it doesn't. You just ah. put it on and you invest it. You oh, can okay. only wear ten invested items. Okay. That's the limiting factor. Does each bracer count as one item? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. no. The, okay. the bracers together are one. Okay, I was like, that's intense. No, I misunderstood your question. I'm sorry. Can Ashka see Sonny? Yeah, you can see him. He's uh, praying over these. No, he's out there tidying up the tombs. He's out there dusting off all the cobwebs. Trying to make there it pretty. You. Uh, Ashka will for go an over hour. To him for an hour. Yeah. He's very fastidious. Um, Ashka walks over and is going to uh, ask him if he plans to ever wield two weapons. Mm, not that I can think of. Mm, okay, I like um, a shield. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, do you want do you want this um stone thing? I think it helps you move through through like not so great terrain. Is it like a one time use sort of thing? I think you can use it like for a while. I don't know. Oh. That sounds neat. Are you sure you wouldn't like to use it? Mm, no, I throw things at people. 
Oh, that's true. Okay, sure. Okay. Uh, Ashka hands the feather step stone to Sunny. Thank and keeps the doubling rings for herself. I guess Sunny will just put that in... Well, I don't know if he has a pocket. Uh. Uh, put it in his inventory right under yeah. Warg Puppy. Wait. Yeah. Wait. No, <laughs> no, no the Warg Puppy would have killed him. Wait. <laughs> Ashka, was that door at the end of the hall always open? Ashka looks up, and she looks at the door, and she looks at her party. She looks at the door. She looks at the party, and she just goes, oh no. <laughs> uh, you won't be looking at Firethorn. Firethorn went down the other hallway. Ashka says, oh no, again. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Dice Don't Die. Hey, if you like what we do, please visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dice Don't Die. Or email us at DiceDon'tDiePod at gmail.com. The intro and outro song, Crunk Night, were created by Kevin McLeod. More of his work, and the work of many others, can be found royalty-free at filmmusic.io. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next adventure.